Oh, that's a bad one. Oh, I really hate it. Oh, this is horrible. I quit. You guys can do this alone. <laughs> Today's podcast ah! is ASMR. Ah! The torture sounds. Sick. What is wrong with you? <laughs> I don't know. Welcome. Today we have with us a very special guest. Yes. A little more special than all our other guests. <laughs> Tyler Dirksen, uh, youth leader, longtime friend of Levi, uh, life partner of Alicia. <laughs> life partner. <It's> my husband. <laughs> husband. I'm trying to put a different spin on it. I don't know. Um, Tyler, welcome here. Thank you. It's uh, good to be here. You, what group do you lead at our youth group? I lead the grade 10, 11 slash nine. Oh, one nine, right? One nine. Yeah. One grade nine. Boy. Yeah. Ethan. Hi, Ethan. Yes. Shout out to <laughs> that group. Is there, is there anyone you specifically want to shout out at all or? Uh, shout out all of them. All of them. All of them. Mm. They're pretty good. They're pretty good. Mm. Yeah. You got a lot of people, a lot of kids in your group. Yeah. Sorry. Mm. A lot of youths. I don't know. Yeah, a lot of students. youths in my youth. A lot of young group. men. I don't know. They're pretty great. Yeah. They are. Yeah. They are a good pretty solid group. Oh, yeah. You also co-lead with Denver, mm-hmm. who yep. was on here. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. A little back background for y'all. We think uh-huh. you're pretty great. Yeah. No. Oh, shucks. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Today, we want to talk a little bit about, um, like careers and um waiting on god yay yeah. careers yes I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not exciting enough sorry we're specifically <laughs> we want to talk about this because it's one of the top prayer requests that we get from our students true, is yeah. what am i going to do with my life and uh what do, am i going to do for a career and it's a big thing that are on their it's on their minds mm-hmm. uh, i think even earlier than it used to be you know you're picking your classes already for grade 10 you have yeah. to know kind of what your goal is what sciences do you need to take do you, you need to take a crazy math 50 year plan yes yeah. 50 year plan Where you have to know what it is 50 it's a lot years. of stress yeah. yeah you need to have your whole life planned out yes mm-hmm. and it can't change <laughs> Like you got to be picking out your coffins, your retirement oh, home. Oh, you got to have that all by grade twelve. You yeah. know, it, it feels a little yeah, bit like true. that, though. I think yeah. there's a lot of stress. So we're going to talk about that and mm-hmm. maybe make things easier. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully. Um. Yeah. Do you want to, Alicia, start us off? Tell us a bit about how you ended up in the career choice that you have today. Ooh. Okay. So when I was little, I was going to be a hairdresser. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah, I was. That was my first ever written down career of choice. And you know, How old were you when you decided that? Oh, like five probably. Oh, okay. Yeah, so yeah. it was permanent. Right. Uh, <laughs> written in crayon. Written in mm-hmm. crayon, big old letters. That. It's true. Yeah, I was going to be a hairdresser. Uh, and then I wanted to be an English teacher. Mm. What inspired the hairdresser though? Was there like someone you looked up to who was a hairdresser? Oh, no, that was pretty specific. One day okay. we took a field trip with our kindergarten to the Medicine Hat High School okay, to their like hair program, their beauty okay. program. Mm. And they were doing, I don't know, they probably didn't have permission to cut our hair. I don't know what they did really, but yeah. I came home with fancier hair than I had left with. Mm. And I was like, this is what I want to do like with this. my life. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and then, uh, then I wanted to be a teacher. I want mm. to teach specifically English because I really enjoy reading and writing and all of those things. Right. Uh, but God did not call me into that. Um, so man, we're, we're starting out so, so heavy already. Yeah. My calling. Um, so I actually didn't know what I wanted to do with my life and God took his time making that clear to me. So were so, you attached to the idea of teaching English for a while? Like oh, yeah. when did that? Yeah. End? I, I think, I mean, specifically in high school, that's kind of where I was thinking I would probably land. Um, but my youth pastor decided I was going to be a youth pastor. He was oh. so sure. And so uh, Jake had me out to his office all the time. It was always like help, having me help him run events and stuff. And he was so sure that this was uh, what I was going to do with my life. And I was resistant. I didn't want to. I was like, oh, I don't want to be a pastor. It sounds terrible. Mm. Uh, so I, I didn't want to do it. And I was 
yeah, I didn't necessarily feel called, I guess, to it yet, but I enjoyed it and I was having fun uh, helping leading. So after I graduated grade 12, I was one of the unfortunate people who was in the situation where I no longer knew what I wanted to do with my life. Um, I wasn't certain that I wanted to be an English teacher anymore. And so like I had all these friends who knew, like some of my friends knew from like legitimately from kindergarten, made their career choice and stuck with it. And, you know, they became those things. They knew what path they were taking. And, you know, I left and I thought, oh, no, what am I going to do? So you're comparing yourself to your friends, what they're doing. Oh, well, and how lucky are they when they just yeah. know, right? I mean, the rest of us are in this terrible world of, oh, no. So and I, there's Jake over there who wanted to be a T-Rex, and now he is. What? Jake's a T-Rex? Different Jake. Oh, okay. <laughs> Kindergarten dreams, you know? Yeah. I want to be a T-Rex when I grow up. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's, you never I had that? I want to meet Jake. Yeah, no, I, yeah. Who, which Jake are we referring to? Just a, just a hey, Jake. Jake. Oh, That's okay. great. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to you. Shout out to Jake. Jake. Jake the T-Rex. Oh, is that the one that showed up in Jurassic Park? Uh, no, that was his brother, oh. John. Yeah. Oh. Easily confused, yeah. Yeah, you can be a T-Rex if you want, guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, I started going to... Okay, so I needed a job. I just, I was taking a year off and I said, God, you have to make it clear to me what I'm going to do with my life during this year. And I, you know, God really likes it when you set deadlines for him. So I said, right. you know, you can take your time, God, let me know. But I gave him a specific date and I said, I have to know by here so that I can apply for decent like colleges or universities or whatever. Cause you've got a plan still. Oh yeah. yeah. You know, something like, I'm fine to take my year. Yeah. He can but, give you his advice if, yeah, if but it's he good had a advice. Deadline. Yeah. yeah give yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. So uh, so I, and that in the meantime, I was a receptionist, which is not my calling. I'm, I have like a pretty fun you love hatred of the phone. Yeah, yeah. I think it's the worst. So, uh, so that was not if my you calling. you guys have Alicia's phone number, no, give her a call. How dare you? She likes phone calls. That's the worst. Just call her out of nowhere too, with zero notice. Um, just give her a phone call and, and like maybe even like two minutes before, uh, Hey, I need to talk to you and then call her probably at six in the morning. Well, I, I mean, she's not going to answer then. Do I'm it when she's going to answer. Yeah. We'll send out her That's schedule so you know what, exactly what, when what to call. What is happening? I, this is the second time I'm going to leave today. <laughs> First, <laughs> these terrible sounds. Okay. Are you saying you don't want to talk to any of our students? Oh, my word. She Fine. didn't want to talk to you Fine, guys. they can call me. What was I even saying? You were going to, you were a receptionist. Um, deadline. And yeah. not, oh yeah. Okay. So obviously that deadline came and went mm. and God did not make it clear to me. Cause he's uh, got his own plan. But then it actually all came together within like probably the span of a week. Honestly, it's like I went after from the deadline. Not, well, <laughs> for sure after yeah, the deadline. Yeah. And there was a week where I was kind of thinking, okay, I'm going to have to take another year off or like study something. But uh, within that week, I had several people very out of the blue in like Holy Spirit um, ordained moments show up and be like, hey, have you considered ministry? Or like, hey, I really feel like you were called to ministry. And like through those conversations, I really sat down and started thinking about it. And I really felt my heart changed and I felt that really God was calling me into ministry. And so I contacted the Bible school that I went to the college there and I was the last person who made it into dorms. And so like, these are the things with God, right? Mm-hmm. Like he'll take his time, but then it becomes a story of his goodness because he knew where I, I mean, he knew where I was yeah. going. He reserved the room for him. me in dorms and yeah. Yeah, yeah, which is hard sometimes, but yeah. Then you became a youth pastor. Yes. Extraordinaire. Got a Bachelor of Arts in Leadership Development, which spells bald, but I came out with my hair, which is exciting. And now I've been doing this for many years. I still like it. How many years? Uh, probably a little over 13 now or something. Yeah. I'm a, well done. Yeah. That's Let's talk about you guys applause. now. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take the focus off me now. <laughs> Tyler. Yeah. You what what do you do for a living first? Some people might not know that. I feel I, like anytime you bring it up at youth, people think I'm lying. People are like, "What? You no, know, you don't do that, actually." And then they have I mean, the questions that everyone has. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, tell us what what do you do? Uh, so I graduated with a computer-aided drafting and design diploma. Mm-hmm. And I am now a Draftsman at SF Scott Manufacturing, which designs playgrounds. So I am a playground designer. Mm. Super fun gig. You you sometimes describe it as being able, basically, you kind of like playing with Lego 
Yeah. But like it's arts and crafts in Lego. Yeah. In Lego, but it's like it's <laughs> but we don't life sized metal. Yeah. You don't actually put it together. You just design it. I design it, yeah. But it's like kind of like fun because you like kids are gonna be playing on it later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it has to be fun. So I'm like, what would I want to play on? Yeah. And not deadly. If I was what would be the best playground for grounders? Mm. How these can we make these platforms ask. funner to jump on and to and around? Jump off of. And jump off of, yeah. Mm-hmm. Can you share your full title? What is my full title? Oh, yeah. So on top of being a draftsman, I have letters behind my name. So mm. I'm obviously special in that way. Um, PhD? Letters, no, oh. no. <laughs> Uh, Better masters. I got my masters. No, I didn't. Mm. Um, sadly, better but, than a masters. Okay, I'm excited. Uh, CCPI. Oh, but you I guys have four letters, which is more letters than most people have. So, so you should introduce yourself from now on as Tyler, Tyler Dirksen, Dirksen CCPI. CCPI. What does it stand for? Canadian Certified Playground Inspector. Oh man. Yeah. So actually, on our second date. Tyler made me dinner and then walked me to the nearest playground and told me what all of the pieces of equipment were called. (laughs) Because fun fact, every single piece of equipment out there has a name to each one of those items and climbers and spinners. Is it like like fun names or is it just like, oh, this is a CR1048. No, like they have those numbers. Those numbers exist yeah. to like barcode them and like stuff. Like the serial like, numbers and it's stuff. It's like, this is the funky stare. This is the squiggly climb. Ooh. This is the That just makes the job stare. more fun, right? You know? It does. Yeah. Even though like the little kids who play on it never actually see any of these things, we call them that anyways. Are there any playgrounds? Um, so, I mean, I, I think most people are listening for Medicine Hat. Um, but if you're not. I mean, this might not apply to you, but are there any playgrounds in Medicine Hat specifically that you've designed or at least helped design that we could, anyone could go experience? Um, I believe just the one. And that's more so due to the fact most of the playgrounds in town are like, have been around longer than I've yeah. been there. Because they're so well, I mean, they're so well built by yeah. your company. They're well built. So they, they haven't stick around for a long to be time. replaced. Yeah. Um, so you, the ones you do are the blue amp ones, right? Yeah. Blue amp yeah, playgrounds. That's so, us. I mean, if you basically any playground you've been on, if you look like on the stairs too, it says like blue yeah, amp. Blue amp. If you've been on a playground, you've probably been on a blue amp playground. Mm-hmm. And true. they're all across Canada. Yeah. Some in the States. We yeah. have a couple in Saudi Arabia. Oh my gosh. And I think, I think it was Cuba. Tell them about one the one in Calgary. In. Uh, there's one in Calgary that I personally worked on and yeah. did a lot of the design work for, uh, Hobbit themed. Oh yeah. Playground. I remember that one. That uh, was really cool. So there's a little Hobbit buddy panel where you can stick your face in and then you have a Hobbit body. Uh, there's like a little memory game with tiles of like hairy feet and fireworks and mushrooms and stuff like that. Um, there's a little bag end sign with a little window on it. Um, Where in Calgary is this one located? It is in Hawkwood. Hawkwood. So if you're a big Lord of the Rings fan or Hobbit fan or, you know, and you're in Calgary, yeah, check it out. It's a little playground, but it's got some pretty cool stuff there. And Tyler made it. And he knows his stuff when it comes to... That's true. So Tyler, mm-hmm. how did you get into this how as a career? How did I get into this? Well, that's a great question. And tell us about your previous jobs too. Yes. You know, like well, actually I got this career because of one of my previous jobs. So that right. actually ties in. Yeah. Networking. So when I graduated high school, um, I took a year off, which turned into several years off because I really didn't know what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I worked at the coolest of cool jobs when you're a nerd. Mm. I was at EB Games for like three years. Tyler knows his stuff. Selling video games. I was the video games guy. Yeah. I had pizza delivered to my house. The guy's like, oh man, you're the EB Games guy. You're like, known for this. It's fame. I sold video games. Mm-hmm. I gave people the things that they wanted. And so one, and you, en- you and you know your stuff, like you enjoy video games oh, yourself. Yeah. So you like oh, actually yeah. knew what you were talking oh, yeah. about. Yeah. You ask me questions, I know the answers. Yeah. And if I don't, I'll Google it, what, then I'll know it. What color is Mario's hat? Red. Oh, I thought you'd trick you with that with A little bit of white. Uh, he, he has a healthy video game balance, though. Yeah. It's like fine to live with him. Yeah, no, it's not. Yeah. It's not out of control. 12 hours a day video game content. Like, she doesn't <laughs> notice when I get up at 2 in the morning to play oh, for three or four no. hours. But, you know. Oh, there it it's is. It's there. 
Yeah. Uh, but anyways, so I worked at EB Games for three years. Mm-hmm. Um, and Only three years? Three years, yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. So like, here, the thing is, like, I've known Tyler for quite a while. Um, and so, like, how long, how long have I known you for? Probably... I would say in between 15 to 20 years. I th- yeah, so, like, I feel like you were at EB Games longer than that. No, it was only three years. Really? Uh, just under three years, actually. Um, the uh, I started at the beginning of 2011 and ended at the end of 2013. Huh. So I think another two months and I would have been there for three years. But then what? But then what? So when as, you also worked next door to EB Games. Yeah. So because I'm just a nice guy, I took out the garbage for all the tea ladies at the tea store. Mm-hmm. And so I took out their garbages and I drank tea every single day because tea is delicious. Mm-hmm. And one day they're like, hey, do you just want to work here? Like, you probably know your tea better than any of us at this point. And I'm like, okay. So I worked there for a while. Uh, and sold tea and became a teologist. Oh yeah, I very remember. fun, fancy that, title, that term, fancy yeah. title. I drank so much tea. Yeah. Anyways, um, so towards the end of EB Games, I ended up going to college mm-hmm. uh, here in town, which is where I got my CAD diploma. Uh, but before leaving EB Games, we had a customer who was in all the time. Yeah. Uh, great guy, good friend of mine, still friends with him. Yeah. And this is why it's important and to just be nice yeah, to strangers. Just be nice to strangers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it can like be polite. Pay off. Even if they don't know Jesus, you can be polite <laughs> to them. <laughs> please be nice. Please be nice. <laughs> be nice to Jesus. Please be a good Samaritan. Anyways, I'll bring up this guy again later. Yeah. Um, so after college, um, I actually, in between years of college, I worked as a landscaper for a little while. Right. Um, doing all sorts of landscaping things. Got like... Super Great. jacked that year. Also and through someone that you all. knew. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Also through someone I knew. Yeah. Just known people. Yeah. Uh, you're looking for a job? See who you know. It's yeah. actually one of the best ways to get a job. Yeah. In general. Yeah. But anyways, so did landscaping in between. Left uh, college and I did underground sprinkler work for a while. Another guy I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, which was lots of fun. Got ripped again. Uh, <laughs> and then for a while... Um, so I have this diploma and I don't have a drafting job. So a quick question. What, what was it that led you to deciding to take that program at the college? (laughs) (laughs) So I opened up the college pamphlet of, uh, what was in there. And I'm like looking at all the things like, okay, which one takes the least amount of time and costs me the least amount of money. (laughs) And I'm like, well, drafting, I did a little bit of that in high school. There was a drafting course there. So I'm like, I've done that before and I didn't mind it. So I'm like relatively cheap, short program. Mm. Let's do it. That's how how I decided. It It was just two two years, years, right? Yeah. 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 So two year program wasn't too terribly expensive. Uh, good program. You learned a lot of stuff. Learned a lot of stuff. Um, Lots of fun. Met some really wonderful people through that. Mm -hmm. Uh, So yeah, I have this drafting diploma and I didn't know what I was going to do with it because we go through architecture and mechanical and civil stuff. There's so many things you can apply that to. Yeah. So drafting, which is another reason I took it actually, is I looked at it and I'm like, okay, I'm going to be able to do a lot of different things with this. And how, how old are you at this point when you've... When you graduated, um, graduated college, I would have been 23 at this yeah. point. So here's the thing. You don't have to have it completely figured out right from, uh, if you're just listening, I'm looking at the camera. You don't have to have it all figured out right away. Like you, you took, I took your time. multiple years in between yeah. high school and college, saved up some money, yeah. which made it easier to pay off college. Yeah. And just getting life experience. And you were able to live at home too for a bit, and so that helps save money. Yeah. So, like, if you if you get along with your parents and they don't mind having you around, like, that's also a great thing to mm-hmm. do, just to save up a bit, uh-huh. and and you know, and then yeah, you're able to put a lot of that towards schooling. Yeah. So you um, don't have student loans. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I did, but paid them off quicker. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's uh, it's actually really good to take a year off in mm-hmm. between. Like, don't go. Like, if you really love school. Yeah go straight in but don't necessarily just be like okay i'm done high school i have to get into my career and finish it now especially at a comparison too right like 
mm-hmm. like, oh, my, all my friends are going and doing something right away. I have to, mm-hmm. you know, like they, they say no education is wasted education. But like, I mean, also at the same it can time, be if, you, if you don't have the maturity level, yeah. because college and high school are very different experiences yeah. when it comes to schooling experiences. But Bible college is wonderful for everyone. That's true. And Bible college is wonderful for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> That's, that's one that like you can, yeah, you can do like one year program at like say your Briarcrest or, mm-hmm. or. Well, and there's you know, schools like that where yeah. you can actually use that to take courses towards the career that you end exactly. up in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and there's other ones where you actually just get to explore the world for a year or. Uh, like YWAM or something. Yeah. 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 Or yeah. Like Cape and Rays and stuff. Yeah. 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 So where was I? I am at graduate. So you weren't sure what to do with your Weren't diploma. sure what to do. Yeah. So did the underground sprinklers for the summer. And then I, uh, as I was sending out resumes, I just wasn't getting any work um, in drafting. And so I talked to a friend of mine, once again, uh, who managed the Virgin Mobile kiosk in the mall. And I was like, hey, I need a job. And so uh, just because some of the, like, you're signing legal contracts when you're doing phone contracts and stuff like that. They generally want workers to work there for longer than like, you know, someone shows up, works for a couple months, then leaves. They want to be able to train and invest in the people so that we're doing the best we can because these kind of things affect people's lives when you're signing phone contracts and, you know, money and all that kind of stuff. So I'm like, you know what? I'll give you at least a year and then I'm going to return to searching for a drafting job. And he was good with that. And he's like, yep, sounds good. Uh, this is Steve, right? Yeah, this is Steve. Yeah, I remember Steve. Good Steve. Great Steve's guy. Steve's a good guy. Great guy. Um, and so I know my parents were kind of hoping that I would have like kept yeah. on looking for a job, even though I was working somewhere else. But I'm like, you know what? I gave my word. Yeah. I said I'm going to do that year. Yeah. Uh, and so this is. And you can where, even do like a little bit of searching while that's happening, but like yeah, not just commit to see what's to anything out there. Yet. But I actually didn't search at all. Okay. Um, I stuck to my commitment. I said, I'm giving a year. I'll do that. And then yeah. I'm going to keep on working there as I'm looking for something, yeah. but I'll give that year. And it was a wonderful time. I had yeah. a lot of fun, made some great friends there. Mm-hmm. Um, people you're still friends with now too. People I'm like, still sure. friends with now. Yeah. And so this is where like God really showed up in mm-hmm. how I ended up in my career is a week before I would have been there a year. I think that's about where it would place it. Um, Andre, the guy who I knew from EB Games, who used to come in all the time, oh. walks into the mall and he's like, hey, we have an opening at Blue Imp. Would you come hand in a resume? I know you did the drafting course. Yeah. And I'm just like, yeah, sure. Went in, handed in a resume. Um, day, two later, got a call, came in, did like a 10-minute interview where we just talked a little bit. And then I got a phone call like two hours after that while I was back at work at Virgin. They're like, Kate, uh, we'd like you to start. So I gave my two weeks at Virgin and then started at Blue Imp. And so that year that I said, hey, Steve, I'll give you a year for this. Hmm. And then at the end of that year, without trying at all, God's like, Mm -hmm. you stuck to what you did and you're looking for this, I will provide and that's how I ended. I wasn't specifically like, I'm going to be a playground designer when yeah. I grow up. I had never really thought about that, yeah. but it worked. I yeah. enjoy it. I've been there yeah. almost seven years now. Yeah. And it was kind of like very much a God thing where he's just like, Kate, you've done what you've done. You've patiently waited. Yeah. Here's your career. Yeah. Go into that. Can you, before we move on, please tell us the hair story. So before the I started story. working at EB Games, if you're if you're just listening and you haven't <laughs> met Tyler before, please just go over to our YouTube and you can see Tyler's wonderful long locks of hair. It's a lot of hair. So I have really long hair. Once more, and yeah. a beard. Uh, so Viking. After high school, I had the hair sans beard, mm-hmm. uh, and as a high schooler has. Mm. As a high schooler, well, yeah. I think one I was, or two long pieces of something somewhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there, there was like two of us guys left who had long yeah. hair when we graduated. But uh, who else had long hair? Um, what was which? Did Lane? A, no, no, it wasn't Lane. There's a couple friends of mine that had long hair. Um, In your small group? No, at high school. Oh, at yeah, the school. Yeah, not at church okay. here. Okay. Um, but anyways, I had long hair and. 
My mom thought that I wasn't getting a job after high school due to the long hair. Mm. And so we cut it mm. right down to nothing to the point where I'd had long hair for so long, people didn't know who I was. Yeah, I didn't recognize I, you when that I happened. walked past people in the mall and waved at them, and they kind of just gave me looks and kept on going, like, who's that, who's that weirdo with the short hair? You just have to wear a wig Sad. for a week. So I was unrecognizable for a period of time, and two weeks later got the job, but... The thing is, it wouldn't have mattered if I had had long hair. Mm. The job just hadn't opened up yet. Right. So your boss could wouldn't have kept cared. it. Boss wouldn't have cared. But you've since grown it back. But I've since grown it back now. And have they Wonderful complained thing about, about your hair? hair? They have not. Oh. <laughs> so. Interesting. Maybe just out of jealousy. It's pretty nice hair. <laughs> it's true. Uh, yeah. Levi used to have fun hair. I, uh, <laughs> so I used to have, and to be fair, I had this hair before he did. Or before he was famous, at least. <laughs> but I had Justin Bieber, like original Justin Bieber hair, like the, you know. Yeah, where you bangs. have to like constantly. Like, you got to shake your head shake to your head, yeah. keep it out of your eyes. And yeah, no, I had that for a while. Um, and yeah, I had it before. I wasn't copying Justin. I want to make that clear. He was copying um, you. He, exactly. Really? And I should sue him for it. Um <laughs> But one Sunday I was at church I think I had been thinking about cutting it anyways, because I had the same hair for years. And then our senior pastor comes up to me and says, oh, uh, hello, Levi. How are you this morning? I'm like, oh, great. Great, Pastor Mark. You kind of have that hair like uh, that Justin Bieber fellow, don't you? I'm like, <laughs> that's it. That's yeah, if my senior stop. pastor can tell that I look like <laughs> a, the... Heartthrob pop star, <laughs> Justin Bieber, then it's time. It was time. It was time to change. Mm. And you've never gone back. It, it grew out a little bit. So I had like kind of a shorter version of it for a while. But yeah, then I you know, have, have you ever considered since. going back to the no. JB's no. hairstyle? I no. mean, your hairstyle was, a, you know, is it fine to go back to. You weren't copying uh, a teenage pop star. It's true. Um, but yeah, no, I, I didn't go back to that. Yeah. So it didn't affect you getting a job. It didn't affect job. my career. No, I was in high school and this all happened. Oh, so that's true. Yeah. Tell us your story, Levi. How did you yeah. become the way you are? Why am I the way that I am? <laughs> yes. um, what did I want to be? I, so he, interesting thing. When I was, I mean, yeah, I didn't really start thinking about what I wanted to do. Really, like seriously, until I was in high school. And I think I wanted to be either a youth pastor or some sort of filmmaker and didn't really know how to get there. Um, didn't really have a lot of confidence that I could get there. Like I knew that I was like, like as far as like being involved with youth, I was like, okay, hey, if I do that, then I have to go to Bible school. That's like the only way to make that happen. Um, not sure if I want to do that. Um, I feel like I was also just nervous with like, if I was like smart enough to oh. do that. Um, and then like with like video stuff, like I knew I was pretty good at it, but I'm like, I don't want to like go to film school. Like oh. feels like kind of a waste of time. Um, so I was like, I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure what I wanted to do. Um, I worked at, uh, I feel like my first real job was at um, the Monarch Theater downtown. Ooh, fun. That was a fun job. They had the best popcorn. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. Um, it was. I would even argue better than Cineplex's popcorn. It was so, so good. Yeah. We actually had an issue one time, I remember, when I was there, um, getting the right um, popcorn seasoning that we'd had for so long and that everyone loved. <gasps> and, like, we, like, had a hard time getting it again. And we tried something else that didn't work. And then we were once again able to get the right the people seasoning. people revolted. Yeah, it was, oh, it was a scary time. Um, but I had that job. Um, and it was a lot of fun because there was like the concession stand, which was like, uh, it was all right. It was nice on busy nights because it just goes by quick. Mm -hmm. But the fun part of that job was being a projectionist. So up until like I would say like 2013, 2014, a lot of movies were still shown on film at theaters. Ooh. So we would get a movie um, 
it would come in. It would get like, it was interesting. It was like this little tin can thing that there was three smaller reels that the movie would come on in three parts. Oh. And it would get shipped in this like can, like cylinder thing with a handle on it. And it was like just shipped in that. So I'd go down, I was downtown, Second Street, go to the Greyhound station, pick it up, bring it back to the theater. Um, and then we had this special table where you put the movie, you'd move it from these small reels onto this big platter um, that would hold the entire movie. And it was huge. Like it was the size of like a kitchen table. But oh, there's like wow. three, three levels. So you could oh. have like, because the movie would have to come off one platter, go through the projector, and then off to another platter. So that was really fun. Um, cause you're like working with this old, like vintage equipment <laughs> using scotch tape to put the movie together. <laughs> um, and cool. then after it was, after the movie was together, you had to test it mm. to make sure it worked. So I remember there being a few times I specifically remember, um, I put Top Gun together and he, the man, I think this is like one of the first times I did this and the brand manager's like, okay, now go watch it. I'm like, um, like seriously he's like yeah that's a part of your job you have to watch it oh what a difficult job so i was like oh sweet so i uh watched the highway to the danger zone and um i actually remember very little about that movie but yeah i got paid to watch a movie a few times um it was really cool yeah getting to like you're opening this old projector putting in this film um it was a lot of fun the scheduling was very weird mm. um so the way you would get shifts was there was just like a whiteboard calendar upstairs and on the weekends you'd need two people a night one projectionist two people on concession so if there was like space for you you could write your name in but if the, and so like one one week i go up and the entire month is full and like so i just don't get to work for the next month sad okay that kind of sucks um so i left there um and then got a job at Cineplex. I was hoping to get trained on their projection system there, but it was right around the time where they started moving things slowly to digital. Mm. So they're like, uh, I don't know, we don't really know if we want to invest in training you on that, if it's going to be switching soon. Um, so I just did concession and stuff. Um, that was okay. Customer service is always a tough mm. job. Mm. Yeah. It's not easy. Um, Cause there's some times where people are just upset just because they're having a miserable day and they're going to uh -huh. take it out on you. Yep. Um, uh -huh. But no, it was an all right job. Um, I also have been paid to watch movies. Really? Yes. Here is a youth pastor. But the movies are usually terrible, like Sunday School Musical. Mm. Not to be confused with High School Musical. It's the it's ins Sunday inspired School by Musical. High School it's real. Musical. It's not a joke. Yeah. I've watched it many times. Have you been subjected to that? No. Nope. Neither of you. No. Nope. It's in my office. It's happening. No, I think anytime I've been a part of a movie night here, I've requested that we watch something good and I'll just censor out all the swears. <laughs> it's very handy. Yeah. Except I missed a few one time. Um, <laughs> just anyways, as parents arrived also. Yeah, oh my gosh. <laughs> so side note, um, we watched Spider-Man um, home, Homecoming. Yeah. The first Spider-Man. Um, and I uh, edited out all the swear words so we could watch it at church. And um, I think, I don't know if I was just like immune to them because I was working in the trades at the time. Um, we'll get to that later. But yeah, there was like a few towards the end of the movie that I completely missed. And the parents are like coming to pick their kids up. And then there's disappointing like this, timing. Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm sorry. I'm so embarrassed. Um, so <laughs> anyways. Um, Matt Levi. So yeah, customer service gigs are not easy. No. Um, if you don't have patience for people, it's probably not the best. But it's also just like kind of a good experience because mm -hmm. you just have to give people grace. And mm -hmm. um, we all have to put in our time there. Be nice, even yes. though Everyone they're not nice. Should work a customer service job at some point of at time some in point. their life. It'll make you a better human. Make sure though. So here's the thing: I actually had a job before all that, but it was the slowest job. It was the concession stand in the now big Marble Go Center. Ooh, it was the leader center at the time. But it was such a slow job because I would like have an afternoon there. And like nobody's come, like if there was like an evening event, like there would be a lot of people, but there was like no one. So I'm just sitting around for four hours doing nothing. <laughs> Sounds great. You got I paid quit. for that. Yeah, I paid quit for after, it. 
So this was before cell phones or before uh, everyone had a cell oh, phone. No. Uh, I had nothing to do. Like couldn't watch anything. Couldn't, couldn't play a game on my phone. I just had to sit there and look at the microwave clock for... Wait, you're older than cell phones? Not older oh. than cell phones. Old enough that <laughs> it was not reasonable for me to have a phone <laughs> at that time. I feel so old. Um, so then what happened? So anyways, yeah, I quit that after a month because I hated it. Um, so I got the theater. Then I had another job at London Drugs in their TV department. Uh, another customer service job. Um, but those jobs were all very like part-time, not consistent hours. So I wanted something consistent. Um, I worked at this carpet store for like a bit in like their warehouse section. Um, very poorly managed though at the time. Um, so that didn't last long either. Um, so yeah, I was, I was going through a breakup at the time, uh, right around the time I left that job. Um, and so I like, yeah, I just didn't know what I wanted to do. Didn't know where I was going to go with my life. I think I was graduated at this point. Um, and then my good buddy, Daniel Jansen of Jansen Builders was like, Hey, we, uh, could use a hand. We were a little bit busy at the moment, you know, maybe a couple of weeks of work, have some cash. So I was like, oh, great. So I worked for them for probably like six months, a um, bit, bit longer than a few weeks. Um, but yeah, it was good. Um, a lot of skills come from that, right? You know, just like practical common sense stuff when like you're which side of the hammer do you hold yeah obviously i was so confused at the start <laughs> yeah. yeah i was like how do i cut this piece of wood with this hammer this doesn't make sense oh um <laughs> use the drill obviously but then that neither yeah. of you should be in trades <laughs> um well how does it work Alicia? i don't get it uh, <laughs> so i'll just this, do it at this point i um I decided that maybe I should just get into the trades and it would be consistent work, um, no customer service. You don't have to deal with people. You still have to deal with people, mm. but differently. Um, so I was deciding, did I want to be, did I want to do carpentry? Did I want to do plumbing? Did I want to do, uh, like be a tin basher, do like heating and ventilation and stuff? Or did I want to be an electrician? So I was considering like, well, who gets paid more? <laughs> um, what would I like, like to do more? What would I excel at? And I'd always kind of had a knack for like, I don't know, computers and electronics growing up. So I thought, well, maybe that'll apply to electrical and they get paid fairly decently. So I yeah, decided I wanted to be an electrician. Um, so I did that for about five years. I only did one year of schooling though. Um, which I know anyone listening who knows anything about the trades will say I should have got my ticket, but I didn't. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was, it was good. I, I feel like I still have a lot of skills now that I can use. Um, I've done some stuff for like family, helping with some little house mini renos and stuff. Uh, Levi potentially saved our lives. Uh -huh. Well, yeah, I don't know if it would have gone that far. I mean, who knows, really? Yeah. Who's to say? Tyler and Alicia mentioned to me one time, like, hey, there's some... Well, actually, that wasn't even the reason I came over to look at your place first. There was something else, right? I don't know. There was, mm. The basement was a problem that you fixed once. We fed you pizza. I poisoned yeah, you. Yeah, but no. <laughs> but the, 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 the wire, there was like, yeah, there was some, I went into their basement and there was just some wires just hanging there, mm -hmm. uh, spliced. As apparently wires are not supposed to do, I guess. They're supposed to be inside some sort of metal box secured to something. Um I, I joked that it could start a fire, um, which I mean, there's, I guess that potential, but um, it probably would have been fine. But yeah, just some very against code things going on in your house, which yes. I was shocked because you had a home inspector inspect the home before you bought I it. did, yeah. Which we won't say their name, but... Uh, <laughs> but you think of them often. I think about them often. <laughs> I see their advertisements around town. I'm like, you did not uh, do a good job inspecting this home. You did a very bad job. Um so yeah, get a good home inspector. Um, or become one. Yeah, there be you go. Yeah. That might yeah, be your maybe calling. That's, maybe that's a career choice you can do. You you know? Like if you're picky and you like pulling things apart, you know, yeah. 
expecting things. Yeah. Judging things. Judging things. Yeah. <laughs> judging people's work. And not having work. to fix them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> that looks bad. Okay. You go find someone to fix yeah. it. Yeah. You, you, you get someone in here. Mm-hmm. You fix it. Um, so yeah, I, I, I was in the trades for a few years. Um, it's, it's a, I'll, I'll be honest, if you're thinking about it, it's a tough environment. Um, it's not always the best people to be around. Mm. <laughs> um, some very different lifestyles, um, different, very different stories of, uh, I'll say, how was their weekend? And they'll tell me some things that they did that I'm like, oh, I... I did not need not, to know that. Yeah, I didn't need to know that. And they're like, what'd you do? I'm like, oh, I went to church. You became someone's favorite Christian. Yes. Oh, yeah, yes. We talked about that on yeah, the podcast. Yeah, we talked about that uh, in a so previous you can episode. certainly be a witness. Yeah, there was this uh, guy I worked with. Um, we'll just say he hated, basically hated Christians. Yeah. Um, and he had his reasons for it. Um, and then one day, yeah, he found, and so we were working one-on-one together um, doing service calls, which that was my, actually my favorite part when I did electrical service calls. So like, it's always something new. You get called out to some business to go and fix something. Um, so like it's always something light new. bulbs, typically no. a little more complex than that. Oh, actually. Okay. I mean, it could be like a light bulb that's like 50 feet up in the air on this building. And so you have to go get the bucket truck. Sounds really safe. It was, um, but yeah, it was always something new every day, which I really liked. Um, but this, yeah, this guy really did not like Christians. So he would always challenge me with all these sorts of things, like um, like some controversial things that I'm sure a lot of you guys are facing. Um, and I said, you know what? Like I I disagree with these sort of things that our society accepts. Um, if you're asking me, I'm not going to go and tell you how to live your life um, if you're not asking for my opinion. But if you're asking for it, I'm going to stand by what I believe. Mm. So he always challenged me. He had some conspiracies that like the Bible was invented in like 700 AD by a group of men who met all sorts of weird stuff. (laughs) And I I did my best to, you know, tell him what I believed and just be respectful to him. Even if at times he was not respectful to me. Um, So we worked at this one electrical company together. Um, I think he left. And then I went to work at this other company and then he showed up at that company one day, um, working on this job site and he just walked up to me and like, I didn't see him coming. He's like, Oh, Hey Levi, my favorite Christian. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh, like, <laughs> cause you hate Christians. He's like, you know, I, 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 I don't like Christians, but I like you. Like I'm, I'm serious. And I was like, Oh, awesome. Thank you. Like, appreciate that. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, that to say too, like, I think, there are a lot of people in our faith that do a very poor job of representing the love of Jesus and, and having grace and, and loving unconditionally. And I think if we can do that, I think a lot of also be someone's favorite Christian. Yeah. Well, I think, I think a lot of people will realize how loving and caring the father's love is for us. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think, yeah, like that's just like, I mean, just like even like your story too, Tyler, of just being nice to this person, striking up a conversation. Like it's so simple sometimes too, mm-hmm. of just being nice. And then like years later, you're getting a job recommendation from this guy just because you're pleasant and you're mm-hmm. not, you know. Then you can rude. literally be like that in any career that you choose. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Literally any. It's, yep. it's, and, and too, like sometimes, like, especially when I was in customer service, that's a hard thing to do. Yep. To be nice to people when they're like. The worst. Straight up to meaning you. When they're just being mean to you just yep. because they had a bad day and they need to take it out on someone. Um, and you're an easy target sometimes. Because you're on the other side of the counter and yeah. you're not allowed to leave. And you can't, yeah. And <laughs> you can't leave and you can't be mean to them. Um, because the customer is always right. But yeah, I think, I think that's very valuable just to be gracious to people mm-hmm. and, and so, try and help people understand. I feel like you're missing a huge part of your backstory okay. before we get to the now part. Okay. Tell me about youth group videos. Yes. Yes. Uh, well, we actually called them youth event videos. Uh-huh. Yes. Because mm-hmm. they were specifically for, well, no, there's youth event videos, but there was also cell phone videos. Anti-cell phone videos. Anti-cell phone videos. Yes. So, uh, shout out to Mike Duncalf. Um, yeah, years ago we had made, um, 
I think my friend Dan, Daniel and I, uh, he's the guy who got me the job at Jansen Builders. We, um, yeah, we spent like hung out all the time, best buds. Um, and we, one day, I think it was cause of our old youth pastor, Dave mm. had this idea of shout out Dave Morin, shout out Dave Morin, a lot of shout outs on this episode. <laughs> um, I remember him saying in a sermon, he, you know how easily he sidetracked he gets, oh, yes. right? <laughs> you remember Tyler. Oh yeah. He, I don't know how we got on the subject because of how easily distracted he gets. He talks about how like punching an apple with your knuckles would be the perfect sound effect for poking someone's eyes out. Oh, sick. Like so random, right? Gross. So Daniel and I are like, well, I'm like, I've got a camera. We could make that happen. So I'm like trying to record the like sound of like punching an apple with your knuckles. It didn't work. Mm. I just ended Good, up making gross. like my own sound with my, like just like, like or something oh, like that. Oh, that's not better. <laughs> but it like actually worked. And so then I like, we did like a shot of like Daniel walking up to me and then the camera's behind him. So like, it looks like I'm poking his eyes out with my fingers. Um, and I think we ended up showing it at youth um, cause we thought it was dumb <laughs> and funny. And then the intern at the time, Mike Duncalf, he, um, he was like, Hey, do you want to like help make some promos for um, the youth group? I was like, Oh sure. Like that'd be fun. Mm-hmm. I have like, I like making people laugh and like making videos. Mm-hmm. So we started doing this almost consistently every week. Mm-hmm. We would make some sort of promo video um, for the youth event. So it'd be like the Friday, the week before the event, I'd invite a bunch of friends to meet me at the church. And we would, on the spot, Do which was a horrible really idea. really dumb. <laughs> horrible Usually. idea just to try and figure something out on the spot. Like we had no planning. On the spot, we're like, hey, what, how can we promote this event? What's what, something what is this funny? Event? What are we doing? Well, yeah. we'll just make a video. The Canodal Night of Fun? Oh, we'll just yeah. get my friend to lip sick Justin Bieber. Yeah, why um, not? But we'd make all sorts of videos, all sorts of little skits, sketches, just that were stupid and funny. Um, we'd film it on Friday. I would spend the weekend editing it. And then on Tuesday night at Life Groups, we'd show it for that Friday's event. Um, and the thing is, and this really like applies to anything, if you do something repetitively long enough, you're going to get better. Mm-hmm. Like you're just going to get better. Like if you paint every week, yep. you force yourself to make a painting and you have to like do it in a day, you're going to get good. And thankfully we did get better because some of those early ones. Some of those, oh man. Like, oh, the, do you remember the anti-cell phone videos? There was actually a storyline to it at one point. Yeah, you were like the evil villain. Evil yeah. villain of anti-cell phones. Yeah. And it was like getting children to go out and do my bidding. Yeah. And like destroy oh cell I remember phones. the ones. Oh, it was wow. like, uh, I wish I like seen God, that. It was a story. It was like a hitman who like purposefully gave someone curdled milk. Do you oh, remember that no. one? Vaguely. Yeah. Was it Chris? Did Chris get the curdled milk? I don't remember who got it. I think it was Danny that gave the curdled milk. Gross. Either way. We filmed it. It was like a series of videos. Yeah. Like kept on building. And it was like, we filmed you like your silhouette on like a wall and you were like, you never uh, actually saw me. It was just the silhouette of me. Yeah. As the people came to do my bidding. Yeah. Um, Oh, so yeah, we did this, these Mm -hmm. videos every week and there would be often times where I'm like, Hey, like how do I make this work in a video? So I Google Mm -hmm. something and I'd learn about it. I'm like, okay, I'd get better, I'd get better. And then I'd decide that I'm going to spend my own money to buy a new camera. And then it got slightly better. And then I'd, I'd get better editing software and I'd learn how to cut better. I'd learn, hey, maybe this moment isn't that funny. <laughs> maybe I should cut it. And so, yeah, I just did it long enough that I got pretty good at making videos. And like, then decent he enough. made Avengers Endgame. No. <laughs> no, I cannot take credit for that. <laughs> That would have been a nightmare to make. Um, but here but yeah. you are. But here I am. Well, and then it turned into like, hey, sure, you can make stupid videos for youth, but can you make a serious er video <laughs> to promote this church event? Mm-hmm. I mean, sure. I'm like, hey, can you help do these videos for the uh, worship night? You mm-hmm. know, um, can you do these videos for, for this, this? And then I got good enough. Um, that I actually, I was able to do some work for the church mm-hmm. every now and then. And then did enough that here I am. I am yep. the official video producer at Hillcrest. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I'm also recently helping with the youth. And 
Little did I know. Dream come true. Dream come true. That's like, <laughs> these are the two things I wanted to do. Uh-huh. Assistant to the youth pastor. No, youth coordinator. <laughs> <laughs> that was Kristen, not me. Um, but those were the things that yeah. I was like, dream jobs. I'm like, mm-hmm. eh, probably not. That probably never happened. Whatever. That's fine. Like, I'll just do my thing. But yeah, here I am. You're doing I'm, it. I'm doing it. Um, and I have a lot of people to thank along the <laughs> way for getting here, you know. Well, and the um, youth group for letting me show my dumb videos and uh-huh. and letting me make them. We still enjoy those. Check out Blended. Yes. Those those have the spirit of youth event videos. Yeah, in it's them. hilarious. Yeah. The yeah. Channel. You can watch me drink gross things. Oh yeah, that's we can touch on that too. Um but Tyler like, and I have a YouTube channel. Yeah. Where Tyler blends and drinks all sorts of food items. Uh-huh. And then I edit it and film it. Um, and it's kind of like a meme. And people try and make me throw up by yeah. blending grosser and grosser things. Yeah, we have guests on. That's, I mean, that's kind of how um, you two first hung out a little bit too, right? Yeah, actually, uh, Alicia made me throw up. Yeah. I did. How romantic. It is available on YouTube to watch and witness me drinking a full charcuterie board. It's a little hard to find on YouTube. Because mm. there's also a movie, an Adam Sandler movie, I believe, called Blended. Blended. Not it's as true. big as our YouTube channel, but, no, you know, no. names but are similar. Names are similar. Um, so go into your browser, type in youtube.com mm-hmm. slash at blended.food, I believe. Sounds about right. I'll check that. Um, it'll, be, it'll be in the description. We'll link mm-hmm. it. We'll link it so you can just tap on that. Um, but yeah, we get to, I get to make silly videos once in a while still. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of fun. So sometimes the simplest question about what you should do for a career, the answer is, what are you good at? What do you enjoy doing? What are you passionate about? That you about? could mm-hmm. get better at if you put some work into it, right? Yeah. Like, what do you enjoy? And not to say everyone has to enjoy their job. I was thinking about this earlier. Like, somebody out there has to do the jobs that nobody wants to do. And they can still enjoy those things. Mm-hmm. But some people choose, okay, like, you know, you could go to school for 12 years to start making a lot of money. And maybe that's your goal in your life. But maybe your goal is to actually enjoy your life or spend time with your friends and family and have really quality time when you're off at home. And so, you know, that's something to think about too, right? Like maybe yeah. you do a job where like, yeah, it's a job, but you go home and you really enjoy your life at home. Uh, I, I brought this up because I just remember it. We have a youth leader named Jen. She's got one of the greatest sounding jobs that she right. told to me lately. She's a biomedical engineering technologist. Right. So fancy. You know, there's all these jobs out there that you don't even know about, but, you know, Jen had learned about it through her connections. Well, and that's kind of similar to Tyler's too, right? Like it yep. was a pretty like short course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, she works in the hospital. And it's a very well-paying job. So yeah, she's able to pay needed. off. Yeah. Yeah. She's a, rides a motorcycle, pretty yeah. exciting person. You yeah. Know? Yeah. That's the lifestyle she has for herself now. Yeah. It's exactly. pretty exciting. Well, and I think I want to bring up another point is yes. that if you have a dream job, but that's not necessarily what God's calling you to do, you don't have to give up on that dream. Um, so in a similar way to how you were doing video editing and stuff throughout all of these other jobs, yeah. and it did eventually lead to you getting the job that you yeah. wanted. Um, sometimes you're called to something else and you have a dream job and you'd like to do that. You don't have to abandon the dream. Right. Like it's something, depending on what it is, of course, it's something that you can do on the side as something you still get to enjoy and love. Cause and that's for what myself, I did. um, I've been able to check off one of my dream jobs. Like, so as a kid, my dream jobs were author, mm-hmm. being in a band or a video game designer. Those mm-hmm. were like the, if I could do a job when I grow up, that's what I want to do. And so at the same time, actually, as I started working at Blue Imp, I joined a band, Hearts Content. Mm-hmm. And I played in a band for five years. It wasn't my job. I'm pretty sure I lost money. I did not gain money <laughs> doing that. Um, but I got to do what I loved. And yeah. I got to do it beside what I had been brought into to do as my career. It's yeah. something I still got to do, still got to enjoy. I did that for five years. And I actually got to make a music video for you guys too. Yes. You did. There yeah. you go. Um, check that out on YouTube. Yeah. yeah <laughs> check that out. Um, and that's the thing. Yeah. Like while I was doing electrical, I didn't stop making videos. Mm. Like I still pursued that when I could, when I had time. Um, but yeah, one of the things was like, uh, there was this one time when I was working, um, 
mean, there was, long story short, there was this pipe run, because we put wires inside the pipes in commercial. There was a pipe run that was crooked. I had started it, but the crooked part was someone else who had continued it on. And this guy calls me over, the foreman of the job, and starts, like, yelling at me mm. and, like, cursing at me. And is like, what the, what is this? What is this garbage? What are the kind of crappy work? Yeah, except he's using stronger oh, of language. Course, yes. And just, like, yelling at me in front of the whole crew. Mm. And, um, and I was like, I didn't do that. And he's like, I don't care. I don't want no excuse. This is garbage work. And just like, oh, man. And, like, he uh, was just livid and just yelling at me. And, like, I he knows it wasn't me mm-hmm. and i just like remember going back over to the area i was working in and like i'm alone and i'm like i just don't care enough about this job to put up with this mm. and like that's the other thing is like there will always be parts of your job that are going to suck yep mm-hmm. no matter where you work there's always going to be crappy parts mm-hmm. i have to watch sunday school musical <laughs> <laughs> there's there's always there's always going to be disagreements misunderstandings no matter where you work, that's going to happen. It even happens in a church sometimes. Um, and and the thing we're was, human. we're people. We're we human. Make mistakes. We make mistakes. We miscommunicate. We say something wrong. We do. We like it. It just happens. Mm-hmm. No matter where. Sometimes I mean, it happens a little more in certain things. But like, if there's like an unhealthy work environment, that's a totally different thing. But like, it just, it's going to happen. The thing was, I realized that like, I just needed to find something that I cared enough about that Mm -hmm. I was willing to put up with it or work through it. Mm -hmm. And I did not care enough about that job at the time Uh to continue putting up with it. Um, Like, I think it's important to, to, to try and support yourself and say, you know, if you've got a family, support your family. But if you if you're not happy with what you ha- you're where you're at, and you can always change careers. Like yes. we're, I was talking about this before we started. Like um, you will st- statistically speaking, I've heard the average person will have seven career changes over the span of their life, which is a lot more than it used to be. Yeah, which seven is a career change is much. It's not like just a different job. So like when I worked in construction as labor, and then worked at uh, two different companies doing electrical. Those were not career changes. That was all in the trades. Mm-hmm. That's one career type. And that's like every seven to eight years. Yeah. You're changing career statistically. Yeah. Well, and I was saying earlier, uh, well, not here, yeah. not on the podcast, but I was saying earlier in the day yeah. uh, that you used to just take the, ba- the family business. That was it. That was yep. your job. It was like, yeah. whatever your dad did is probably what you did. If you live on a farm, this is your expectations that, you know, Take we over the farm. Yeah. See, I mean, you didn't even have to be as creative as you are now, right? Like, yeah. We could be anything, you know. But. And I think, th- and that's difficult. Yeah. Being able to be anything. Yeah. Right. Makes what it do you so do much harder. It's like this farm has been in our family for eighteen <laughs> generations. Well, Grandpa, is that you? <laughs> yes. This is Grandpa. Grandpa, <laughs> it's been so long. Well, why aren't you doing you. the farm oh, no. anymore? I, but like, I you don't have it. that. Well, in, in some instances so you do, there might be still people like actually the company I work for, this mm. is the fourth generation of the family running it. Yeah. So it is still possible to like mm-hmm. work within the family and that's fine. Yeah. And it's also fine if your family has something, you don't have to do it. Yeah. But with so many jobs out there and there's when new I used kind of the jobs coming like, out all the time. Mm-hmm. The analogy of like, you know, you go on Netflix and it takes you like, 30 minutes to decide which hour and a half movie you're going to watch. Like, yes. you know, like most uh-huh. of your time is spent like, Hey, there's so many options. What are we going to watch? I saw this one a year ago, yeah. but that one looks interesting. But that's the but thing is there's so reviews. many different options mm-hmm. than it's there used to, to be that it's hard to decide. What mood am I in? And uh-huh. I think what I like, what I was trying to say too, is like, sometimes you just have to get something yeah. just to have, cause you just need to support yourself. Yes. And you probably will not be famous on YouTube. I said yeah. it. I don't know. Maybe you will, yeah. but it's we can't open. all be famous on YouTube. 
And, and I've seen, like, I follow um, a lot of, like, video and photo people who do, like, reviews and how-tos mm-hmm. and stuff on, on YouTube. And they often become, you know, influencers, too. And it's and, actually a hard job. Yeah. Well, the one guy said, he's like, you know, they always say, if you find the job that you love, that you'll never work a day in your life. And he's like, that is nonsense. Mm-hmm. Because I've never worked harder in yep. my life. Like, mm-hmm. I've had a lot of different jobs, but this is the hardest I've ever worked. And it's tiring. Mm-hmm. And you always see these sort of types, like every six months or so, they're like posting one of those videos where the thumbnails like them shrugging or, you know, like they look tired and they're like mm-hmm. taking a break or something like, mm-hmm. cause they're overworked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it's nonstop. Produce things to entertain non-stop. me. Mm-hmm. Uh, your boys had some interesting ideas for careers. Uh, one of the guys in my group wants to run a zoo. Oh. That's a really cool goal. It's a super cool goal. Yeah. Like you get to hang out with cool animals and you get to have a zoo. Like I could be like be at my work and be like, I want to hang out with bears today and then go hang out with the bears. With maybe like four inches of glass between me and the bears. <laughs> nah, we'd hang out. You'd cuddle with the bears? I'd cuddle with the bears. Okay. If you want to be a marine black, biologist black bear, though. Grizzly bear? Any kind of bear. Oh. I have a connection with bears. Okay. They, every time I go backcountry camping, I see bears. Without doubt. I wish this wasn't true. They can be like way off in the distance all of a sudden. I remember. My, my bear senses tingle. Yeah. And I'm just like. We went camping together one time and we saw some bears. We did. We yeah. saw like five bears. We saw some grizzlies from the car mm-hmm. and a black bear from the trail. About like 30 feet away. Yeah. I have but encountered a black bear, many bears more safe, yeah. in my travels. Yeah. None of them have harmed me yet. So yeah. why would they? They've no. barely noticed you. <laughs> oh, man. What were you, sorry, what were you going to say? <laughs> yeah, you can own a zoo. You, can, you have to think about where you're going to put it and how it's going to work. I think yeah. a lot of climates can handle a zoo. But if you want to be a marine biologist, you have to be aware that if you're living in the middle of the prairies, you're probably going probably to sacrifice work. spending time with your current family and like with your family and your friends because you won't be near them. You actually probably need to live somewhere near an ocean, decent sized body of water, that kind of stuff, yeah. right? So sometimes our when you think about your career, so you have to think a little bit about what you, you want your to life to look you like. Have to go yeah, if it's important to you to, to stick around where you are or not. Yeah. But just because something might seem really difficult to achieve, yep. don't just be like, well, I guess that's hard. Maybe I won't be able to do this. Like right. if it's if you pray about it and God's like, Yeah, go for that. Well, yeah, go exactly. for yeah, it. Like it's, and that's and, one thing we should always do is yeah. like see hey, God's God, will for it. What yeah. what should I do in my career? Yeah, I think that's important too. And and make sure you give him a deadline. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that works really well. Is that the yeah. takeaway for today? Hey God, yeah. So I'm graduating in three days. I need my career choice by then. Yeah. Thanks. I think the important thing is to not to just like, like God has a plan for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes. And some, yeah, sometimes that plan doesn't involve having your career figured out nope. as soon as you graduate. Yeah. So I don't know, like, can we encourage people listening? Just like, let that wash off your shoulders. Yeah. yeah you don't yeah, have to it have feels your like career a heavy burden, but walking out of high school. Yeah. I didn't get mine until six years out of high yeah. school. No one work. around this table knew for a fact when we graduated. Yeah. You can work at Home Depot for a few years. You can work and it's at. a good job. Uh, so, well, uh, I think the cell phone kiosk you worked at is closed now though. Which yeah. is unfortunate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Too bad. But like just yeah, you can just do something for a bit. Yeah. Like you you don't have to commit to doing that for the rest of your life. Yeah. Well, and it's a good way to get life experience. Yeah. Because if like we said, customer service is a great experience it's great to life have. Experience, but if all you know is school, yeah. and then you go into the world and you're like twenty eight because yeah. you did an extra ten years of school afterwards, yeah. how do you know what life is like outside of being a student? It can almost be it can almost be good to take that year break at Mm -hmm. least because Mm -hmm. I think there's some people that are just they just love being a student so much that they don't know how to stop going the rest of us are burned out and then they're like 45 years old like I've been going to school since I was five years old there's some people I know that like go to school and then they have this diploma or whatever this bachelor's and this and Oh, it didn't work out. So they go back to school the next year and mm-hmm. they go back to school the next year. And like, I can't imagine what your student loans are like. Right. 
because is that the loophole? Do you not have to pay them back if you are always a student until you die? Well, yeah. There's like a minimum amount you have to be paying back, but you oh, don't good. have to like. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not helping anyone cheat here. That's not my yeah. intention. Not a great idea. No. But yeah, it's it's okay to not have it all figured out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. I feel like I didn't really settle into what my exact career was going to be until my late twenties, and I'm okay with that. Well, I didn't know what my career was going to be until a guy showed up and like, hey, yeah. you want a job? I'm yeah. like, okay. Yeah. I got my education to be a youth pastor and then almost considered moving to Banff and opening up a youth center coffee shop where I would just hang out with teens after school and make them coffee. And bears? No, not the bears. Oh. No, that's you. There's bears in Banff. Uh, but now I'm a youth pastor and I'm currently sitting in our sort of coffee house area yeah. where I make lattes for kids and I still enjoy that. I still do it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's fun. God finds a way for you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Trust in God. Seek his will. Yes. Um, that sounds like very old school information, off. but it is very valuable. Mm-hmm. And it works. Um, and it works. Mm-hmm. Um, he <laughs> does have a plan for you. Um, trust him. He might not give you all the details right off the bat. Yep. So that'd be, that'd be our advice for this week. And your hair probably doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't yeah, matter. It. Grow it out very long like Tyler yeah. has. Yeah. That actually probably help if anything, you know. <laughs> so I yeah. guess if you have further questions for us, because we just created this topic ourselves, yeah. really, or from the stuff you've kind of asked for, if you have questions for us, anything more specific you want us to dig into on this topic, let us know. Yeah. And we Go can to hillcrestchurch.net slash journeycast. We've got a form there that you can fill out. Uh, if you have any other thoughts about this or any other topics you want us to talk about, let us know. I look forward to all your phone calls. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and if you've got Alicia's number, just give her a call. She loves talking on the phone. Okay, bye. Thanks, Tyler, for joining us. Thanks for sharing your wisdom with us. You're pretty great. Yeah. Thanks. Pretty great guy. You're both pretty great, too. Aw. Not so bad yourself. Wholesome wholesome (laughs) moment. See you guys. Bye. Bye.